Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. But we like any opportunity to give a good kick into one Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, I've been looking forward to this interview since we booked it. Uh, Roger McNaby is a tech venture capitalist, uh, a writer, a thinker, also a musician, and he's written a book called Zucked, Waking Up to the Facebook Catastrophe. Roger, welcome. How are you, sir? I am really well. It's so much fun to be on the show with you guys. Oh, that's that's nice of you to say. I see you went to a Yale. Bribe or merit? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I actually, it was worse than that. It was random dumb luck. And uh, uh, no, I was, uh, I, was, I was back in the days before bribe or merit even mattered. Really? And, yeah, you just got no, picked. Was, yeah, I'm, I'm that old, yeah. Well, well you've definitely. done well, so, so good for you. Hey, listen, the title... Catastrophe uh, waking, seems strong. Yeah, that's a strong word, waking up to the Facebook catastrophe. Do tell. So, you know, guys, here's what the issue is, that we as consumers love using Internet products, right? We love the fun. We love the convenience. We love the productivity that come from them. But our understanding of the deal that we have with them, which is that we give up our data, they give us this really cool personalized service, is not what's actually going on. What's actually going on is that these guys do that, but they're now building businesses that are designed to essentially manipulate us in ways we're not aware. And I'll give you a couple examples. Like Google, right? When you think about uh, Gmail, which is something so many of us use, right? We, we originally signed up with a deal that said, Google, you may scan our emails uh, because you're going to put targeted advertising in in order to pay for the service. But then we discovered we didn't like the ads. So Google removed the ads, but they're still scanning our emails. Now, I want you to think about this for just a minute. You know, all of us send letters, 
We sent packages with FedEx. We used the phone company. In those cases, those companies are called common carriers. They're, they transport. They're not allowed to spy on what we're doing. And Google would tell the federal government, hang on, we're a platform, not a media company. You can't hold us to the rules, right? You guys are have all these rules because you're a media company. You're responsible for the content you put out. Google says you can't hold us responsible for that. You have to treat us as a platform, which is like a telephone company or like a postal service. And yet they scan the contents of the messages. And we, you know, we're not aware that what they're doing is they're gathering data on our behavior in order to essentially affect our future, to give us choices that we're not aware that we're being limited to. And it's very harmful. Like Pokemon Go. Do you guys remember Pokemon Go? Sure, of course. So that got created inside Google's labs. And we think we're going out there and just playing this really fun game. Let me tell you what's really going on. What's going on is they got a billion people going around with their cameras, taking pictures of everything they were doing. So they would use it for image recognition. They would do it to follow routes. But then they did a behavioral manipulation experiment. They wanted to see if we put a Pokemon in private property, could we get you to knock on a stranger's door or climb over a fence? Yes, we could. <laughs> and if we put a Pokemon in a Starbucks, could we get you to go in and buy a cup of coffee? Yes, we could. Now, how about if we put it in the third Starbucks on the street further away and we gave you 10 cents off? Would you behave that way? And, you know, when we use Google Maps, same thing. You know, the route says, hey, take this weird-looking route, right? And we think, well, that's going to be faster. And it turns out it's not. Google's purpose with Google Maps is not to get us to our destination faster. It's to make sure they gather all the data on the speed of all the routes. And so, so they need some people to take inferior routes some of the time. Well, that's so, interesting because I, I don't take that route, by the way, and I never have because I've always looked at it and thought that's, their system is flawed to think that's the best way to get there. I well, know a better way the to get there. Is they, they know it's not the best way to get there. Interesting. So, so my point to you is we think the deal we have is we're giving them data so we get a better service. And that is a small part of what's going on. But now increasingly what's going on is they're running these manipulation experiments. They're essentially recognizing there's a lot of data in the world. And if they gather it all, they can make the world more efficient. The problem is when they make the world more efficient, they're taking choices away from us. And we're not conscious of that. And so a big part of what I'm trying to do is to just say to people, wait a minute, the way they're doing this is they have said they own all this data, right? They take pictures of your house. They say they own it. They take pictures of, you know, through Pokemon Go. They say they own that. They go and buy your most intimate financial data, health data, location data. They get your browser history. They scan your emails. They scan your documents. And they say they own all that, and they can use it for their commercial purposes. And the problem is, while they do all that kind of stuff, they set up an environment where we're all being controlled like lab rats. And bad guys can take advantage of all those same tools, and that's how you wind up with terrorism in New Zealand. That's how you wind up with election interference in Brexit in the United Kingdom. That's how you wind up with ethnic cleansing in Myanmar. And so we've got this situation where the cost of these really fun services is starting to get to be really, really, really high. Roger McNamee's on the line. The book is Zucked, Waking Up to the Facebook Catastrophe. Listen, we could talk to you all day about this, and, and we ought to drag you back for a longer-form podcast, but I want to hit some highlights you bet. in the time we have. And the the manipulation of our animal brains, the tiny shots of yeah, endorphin, the hooking us yeah, stuff, yeah. I find fascinating. It is, it is scary. So the way it works is really simple. They gotta get you, they're competing against all these other media. They're competing against your show. So how do they do that? 
they use the same things that marketers have always used. They appeal to our need for rewards. They give us notifications. But the difference in radio, everybody gets the same message. On Facebook and Google, they can tailor it precisely to you. And once they get you on, right, they want to make a habit. But for many of us, the habit turns into an addiction. Like I ask people, you want to know if you're addicted? When do you check your phone first thing in the morning? Is it before you pee? Before I pee. Or while you're peeing. Right? Because for most of us, Either that's the full range, right? I mean, by the time you're done peeing, you've been checking your phone for a minute. So once they get you, then they want to... i got a weak stream, so it's probably about two minutes. All okay. Right. Low T. Well, then you get to read a lot more, right? But basically, once they've got you, then they got to keep you. And the way they do that is they find the stuff that most animates us. And it turns out, unfortunately, that's going to be stuff that makes us afraid or stuff that makes us outraged or it's conspiracy theories and disinformation. And the problem with this is that it just, it's universal. You know, you see somebody's perfect vacation on Instagram, you know, you might be jealous, but if somebody makes you afraid, you're going to share it. And you're going to share it because if you're afraid and others join you in that fear, you relax. It's a herd mentality. Boy, and they're, also, they're, they're so good at it. Like you, I mostly, uh, my weakness is YouTube around this, which is yeah. owned by Google. And they have figured out my likes so well, when I throw on YouTube, it's just a list of things I'm interested in. I mean, they know all my favorite, you know, history authors, guitar stores, just all my favorite stuff. Baby monkeys atop swine, that <laughs> they, sort of thing. They've got me figured out completely as to what's going to keep me around there. Here's right. the problem with it, okay? We say to ourselves, well, hang on, just get rid of the hate speech. Get rid of the disinformation. But they can't because the business model is based on knowing who we really are. And when we're going out in public, we have our best selves on. But they need to get past that. They need to see how we react to outrage. How do we react to fear? How do we react? To, you know, if they show us something that's anti-Semitic, how do we react to that? If they show us something that's anti-immigrant, how do we react to that? And they need that information to make the business model work. And in the process, that causes polarization, right? It causes us to be angry at people who, frankly, have a lot in common with us, but we may disagree on one topic. And that's what's unhealthy about it. And that's what I'm trying to get people to do, uh, to step back and just ask the question. The business model is based on having our most personal data. Why is it legal for Google and other people to scan our emails and documents? It shouldn't be. They should be treated like the Postal Service. Why is it legal for them to trade our personal health information? In a doctor's office, they can't do that. Why is it legal for them to get our most personal financial information without our understanding, approval, and support? Well, same thing for location. And I think once we have these conversations, what I've discovered, if I'm on Fox, everybody agrees. If I'm on MSNBC, everybody agrees. Well, now that's interesting. <laughs> right? This is about right and wrong, not right and left. And so everybody goes, yeah, you're right. I don't want to be controlled by some corporation, but that's what's going on. They're manipulating us. And my point is not because they're bad people. It's because there are no rules. Now, Roger, I don't know a lot about you, but I I have reason to believe that that you're able to make your rent and have a little money left over to spend. We'll just leave it there. Um, But obviously, you were really, really motivated to write this book. Um, was there a moment, was there a particular realization that made you think, I'm going to spend the next several years of my life fighting this stuff? There was. So I was at one time a mentor to Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg. And, uh, but that was early in the life of, of Facebook, back 2006 to 2009. And in 2016, I started to notice things, violations of civil rights, 
the Brexit referendum in the United Kingdom, there was manipulation going on there. And I reached out to my friends to warn them that I thought there was something wrong with the business model and algorithms at Facebook. And I spent three months trying to persuade them to do what Johnson & Johnson did after somebody poisoned bottles of Tylenol in Chicago, which is to protect the people who use their product, to drop everything and just leap to their defense. I spent three months pushing them. They said they weren't interested. And it was at that point I was faced with a moral choice. I'd been involved here. I had profited from it. And I was retired, so I could have just sat back and watched. But what I chose to do, I said, you know what? I owe it to myself and to everybody to see if I can spread the word, to make people aware that, that this thing I was involved in, which I loved so much, has, for a variety of reasons that are related to the culture of business and related to the culture of Silicon Valley, you know, gone into a really, really bad place. So it's go- that's one question I want to I want to get to before we run out of time is, did it start as something else and become this as they realized how much money they could make? Or was this Definitely. the intent all along? No, no. I, I, I believe that that at the beginning, they didn't see where it was going to go. And I think Mark, from the beginning, wanted to connect the whole world. But I don't think he completely internalized what that meant and what that opportunity would create. Because when he was in college, before he did this, you couldn't have created Facebook. Basically, they came along at the perfect time when suddenly all the limits on technology went away and you could make a global product. And it took them a long time to figure this out. They did not figure it out while I was involved there. It came actually three or four years later than that. And, you know, in, in Google's case, they figured it out much earlier, but I was not an insider there, so I didn't see it. And at the end of the day, I think that in a culture of business where essentially we've removed the government as the setter of rules and the enforcer of rules, you basically have smart people who have license to grab whatever they can grab. And the rest of us are powerless to stop them until we go to the ballot box, until we go to elected officials and say, hang on, what are you doing to prevent these guys from trading my most personal information and manipulating my life? You know, we tend to be uh, of a libertarian bent around here, but the well, idea the way, so of everybody an, in Silicon Valley, including myself. Right? right, right. But the idea of an individual having instantaneous global reach is kind of a new thing for mankind. Well, and I would argue that this notion that I believe that when you wake up in the morning, you have a choice. Am I going to go to work? Am I going to stay home? Am I going to have breakfast? Not have breakfast. Exercise? Not exercise. That's called free will. If you're a libertarian, you believe each of us has the ability to control our own lives. And what I'm talking about is that these companies, in their pursuit of efficiency, want to take our right to choose away from us because it's more profitable to do it that way. And I sit there and go, hang on, pal. You're not elected. Right? You're not accountable. We have to change that lack of accountability. They have enormous power. There's no Huge denying power. that. Huge power. And the thing is, I, if you're a libertarian, right, if you believe that each one of us should be responsible for our own situation, each one of us get to make our own choices, then you have to stand up and say, stop this. Because the deal is they can still provide these services just with targeted advertising. They don't need to do the manipulation. They do not need to do the kinds of stuff that's coming. And... I'm sitting there going, guys, I understand. You didn't do this because you're bad people. You did this because nobody told you it wasn't okay. Well, now I'm telling you. It's like, think of this, the chemical industry, right? They used to be able to dump mercury in fresh water, leave mine tailings on the side of the hill, pour used oil into the sewer. And then we woke up and realized, wait a minute, those externalities cost society a lot. People get sick, the environment's polluted. 
we should make the people who create that toxic spill pay for the cost. I'm saying now we have toxic digital spills, and we need these guys to pay that cost and change the incentives. And we need to give each one of us control of our lives back. Roger McNamee, the book is Zucked, Waking Up to the Facebook Catastrophe. We need to talk again, Roger. It's Anytime, really... my friends. You guys are the best. I love the show, and you... it's just an honor to be on with you. Uh, you're too kind. All right, thanks. It's good to talk, and, and we'll Ra- do it again. Radio rules. Let's, let's make it happen. Yes! So... He sounded like he meant that, too. I, I know. He's a brilliant actor or, or sincere. And I I don't, f- yeah, frankly, I don't care which. we got to follow up on this when we come back. Yeah. I, the book is fascinating. I mean, it is great. And I got no reason to tout it other than I mean it. This could be the story of the future of the world dealing with this. Parents, you're, I insist you read it. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.